your milk <laughs> our milk <laughs> in our bag do you like bagels and we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna fill that bag with some pop <laughs> that's from illinois we say soda i saw this freaking we s- apparently say coke oh okay. no that's not true we don't say coke that's what it said that's on something south, i thought I, yeah, everything's yeah. coke it is everything is can good. i get a coke here's good no i want a coke okay well, oh wait 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 where do we get our water from the bubbler bubbler the bubbler, the yeah. bubbler. You know oh, what? Yeah. Give me my bag and my bubbler and my white titty. I'm just going to go. <laughs> I'm sorry I brought it up. <laughs> Can I just say a really fun story real quick? I promise to make it <laughs> I went somewhere for work. I had to work something for work, right? Down in Illinois. And I had the stupidest fucking look on my face because someone came up to me and was like, and it was at the Chicago Botanic Gardens. Mm-hmm. And have you ever been there? No, I want to okay, go so, so bad. Okay, so it's really cute. There's a little bonsai tree area. You might think it's really cute. Anyways, um, and you know, they have this like pond thing. There's like a water fountain down there. Blah, 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 mm-hmm. But someone comes up to me and goes, hey, where's the water fountain? And I'm looking at like cockeyed like, what the fuck? It's like outside. I literally was like, uh-huh. I was, like outside. <laughs> and they were like, no, I'm thirsty. I want to drink. And I was like, oh, the bubbler's <laughs> down the hallway. And I was like, oh, the bubbler's that way. I got it. And they were like, like, gave me a look like, okay, like walked away, give me a look like, what the fuck is this bitch's oh problem? Oh my like, God, I love it. Because if you're in the Chicago area, they could be from anywhere. Right. You know what I mean? But I wasn't thinking. Like, no, I, to- I know. I, I totally either. was like so confused. I, I literally was confused. Like, why are you asking me where the water fountain is out in the fucking barn over there? Like, outside? Oh my God. No, I'm it. thirsty. Oh, the bubbler is down the hallway. Hello, freaks and geeks, and welcome to another episode of Psychotronic Underground. I'm Lise. I'm Cooper. And I'm Becky. And this week, we are going to be talking about the last of our trilogy, the remakes that slap uh, <laughs> House on Haunted Hill. Mm-hmm. 1959 and 1999. Thank you so much. <laughs> I appreciated that a lot. I just want to watch you sweat. Yeah, I was like, oh, shit. I didn't look up the dates. Oh, no. That's fine. That's all right. So, Becky, why don't you hit us with some details? All right. Do I? I can never remember. Do I do synopsis first or yes. do I do detail? You do the synopsis first. and then I, only, I only record and edit this fucker <laughs> and I still don't remember. 12 episodes in. Jesus. That's all right. Okay. So, I'm going to do the 1959 version. Even though they're like really similar stories, they kind of still have a few differences. So... Millionaire Frederick Lauren invites five unfamiliar guests to spend a night in a haunted mansion to celebrate his estranged wife Annabelle's birthday. Frederick promises $10,000 to each guest who can survive the night. Seeing as every attendee is in need of money, they all agree despite the warnings from Pritchard, the drunk who owns the place. Immediately, the guests start experiencing things, and they quickly begin questioning their choices. Will everyone survive the night? 
Bum, bum, bum. Bum, bum, bum. And then straight into details. The original 1959 version of House on Haunted Hill was directed and produced by William Castle and written and produced by Rob White. Editing was done by Roy Livingston, special effects by Herman E. Townsley and Daniel Hayes, and music by Von Dexter. With a gorgeous cast of Vincent Price as Frederick Lauren, mm-hmm. Carol Omart as his wife Annabelle, Richard Long as Lance Schrader, Alan Marshall plays David De- <laughs> Dr. David Tennant, Carolyn Craig plays Nora, Julie Mitchum as... Ruth Bridges and Elijah Cook Jr. Plinth, 1959, where it grossed $2.5 million at the box office with a budget of 200000 Nice. It has a 6.8 out of 10 on IMDb and an 89% on Rotten Tomatoes. Interesting. I just want to like interrupt for a second. So according to Castle's daughter, Terry, Terry, the budget for the original House on Haunted Hill was 150000 Okay. Yeah. And then it grossed $2 million. Okay. Nice. Because even when I was looking it up, it even said that like everything that I saw was like oh it's it was like a guess it was like an estimated right. yeah something. according to her it was one hundred and fifty thousand I found a really nice interview where she talked about like working with her dad and reopening his uh, production company mm-hmm. when they started to do the remakes and Dark Castle Productions mm-hmm. which was kind of cool she told a story about how she brought like Caro syrup like prop blood to like oh. a kindergarten class to talk about like this is all fake and then got it on the teacher fucking hilarious oh my god terry castle you're one of us <laughs> uh, but yeah so she was talking about uh about that and it had the budget in there i was like oh snag it now oh there you go nice yep. noise so you can watch the 1959 version on pluto tv tubi and voodoo roku free and prime premium Yes, so... Um, Obviously, the other ones are free. Yes, they're all free. You can watch it for free on the Prime oh, Premium. Oh, you can. Oh, okay. But you have to have the pr- premium membership. That's, right, okay. That's what I wasn't I'm sure if you have to include it or not. Okay. Is that the same as just Amazon Prime? Like, if you have Amazon Prime, it's the premium membership? They have different I don't levels think so. now. I think it's... Oh, that's not so f- the basic. Yeah. So, so you have to pay that extra stuff. I don't remember. Side note, my I don't know if I told y'all, but my Netflix got hacked. <gasps> Ew. And so it was like it was just as simple as like they got it so that I couldn't sign in. They upgraded to like because I had the second one. You have the first one that's like ten dollars, the second one where you can have two accounts that's fifteen dollars, and then you have the third one that's like twenty dollars or twenty five dollars, and it's like five accounts. Oh shit. And they upgraded to the five accounts and then changed all my passwords blah 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 but i was still paying the 25 dollars a month and i was like i wasn't watching netflix for a while and then when i go email and i was like well that's the email i signed up with and i thought it was the app i was using which was on the xbox so i would just ignore it because i was like that's too much work we'll watch something else somewhere else right so i did that for a couple like months and then finally i was like well i want to go in because i think bridgerton came out and i was like i want to watch that so then i was just like I want to watch it so bad. So then I'm like trying to log in. I'm doing all this stuff. And then I go in because you can always like backtrack and be like, this is my information outside of my username or my email that I use to sign in. And it'll be like, oh, well, we found this person with this, with your name and your et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, with this email. And it's like, obviously not like, and, and we got it hopefully settled. Like I, they told me that everything settled that because I had already paid for like March or mm. whatever that I was going to f- finish out that month with that membership. And then they're going to update it to the or bring it back down to the $15 one. 
Anyways. And they cleared it, right? So you could re-enter your information or did you give them an yes, email? Okay. Yes. So I it happened to me last year, actually. Mm-hmm. But I caught it right away because I yeah. use it more frequently probably than you maybe. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I wasn't using <clears throat> it for a while. And then I called them and they helped me right away. Yeah. So, yeah. I just yeah. don't know what to watch on Netflix. Shout out to Netflix for the customer service. <laughs> yeah. There you go. At least they yeah. fix things. Amazon, you're pretty limited. You can go on there and you can rent everything yep. almost everything mm-hmm. but for free it's pretty limited yeah, if you have the have basic limited. membership oh, it makes jason crazy that i rent things constantly like i'll just be like well i guess we're paying the two dollars and 30 cents so i can watch this fuck it i did that with what we do what we what we do in the shadows i was like yep i want to see if i like this so i'll pay the two dollars and 30 cents to rent it and then i fucking loved it so we had to buy it <laughs> yeah that's what he did and so now we have it and i made him watch it because oh my god you paid for it yeah i made him sit here and watch that movie with me that's funny he I hates this with oh no i'm talking about the movie not the tv show is it how is it different i thought it was the same exact thing it's the same conceptually it's different vampires oh it, fuck yeah it's completely different vampires in the in the movie so what came first the movie or the show the, the movie. movie what came first was like a short movie about the same vampires and then they made the big movie oh that what we do in the like... shadows shadows and then because <laughs> what we do in the shadows is set in new zealand the movie mm, it's in new zealand okay where yeah, what we do in the new one is the tv show is set in the u.s i think get your key oh, okay that makes sense but everybody okay that makes sense that looks really good it's so fucking funny well but also I'm you need to watch the fucking show i know i haven't. don't have hulu fucking get out i'm just kidding yeah i don't have hulu and i don't have disney plus oh I- my god i'm sorry i'm so distracted right now what are you looking at i'm looking at <gasps> oh he's in there that's hilarious jermaine clement yes that's the guy who works with taika to write the show yeah it, it was like their passion project or something so then is taika in charge of the show too so uh, i think he's an executive producer okay director maybe that man wears too many hats i can never really tell where he is in the movie i know, I know. But what's your, what's your role in the process this time you talented son of a bitch you son of a bitch <laughs> Stop. Uh, and he's he could so literally... cute yes who taika, taika oh. ytt i know i really need him to tell us where the accent goes on that name is it ytt is it ytt right. where's the accent on the name no honestly that man could get me to watch literally anything he's got on hbo max he's like a guest curator oh and it's a list of films he's like yeah go watch these i love these films maybe you will too and i was like oh all right, sold me. Done. I'm gonna sit here and watch these films because you said so. Finally, got me to watch Princess Mononoke. I guess that's relative. Depending again, you've seen how he's created. Yeah, I've seen a lot of what he's. Created. I mean, and this was right before we watched a gay pirate show. So, I love that fucking show. That was good. Okay. I've waited my whole life for that fucking show. It's got a non-binary Latino. Thank you. I'll take that to the bank. You didn't have to give me that as a gift. You gave me gay pirates, but I'll take that gift. Thank you. And I'll hold it in my hands and I'll cry very cathartic tears over it. And then watch it again. <laughs> and, and again. again. And, and again. again. It's been a repeat. And hope that there's a season two. If they don't give me a season two, I will burn HBO to the ground. <laughs> Listen, why, Titty, we need season two. <laughs> it's beautiful. All right. How about the... You want to hit us with a synopsis and details of We the can totally remake? cut like most of yeah, that out. I know, we definitely we can cut almost all Especially of that Especially the texting and driving part. We probably shouldn't advertise that. That were bad people. Okay. <laughs> um, All right. So <laughs> the next synopsis is for the 1999 version of Hosses on Haunted Hill. 
Five strangers are invited to spend the night in a haunted asylum, all seemingly invited by Stephen Price, a millionaire with plans to celebrate his estranged wife Evelyn's birthday. He promises each attendee $1 million if they can last the night. Unfortunately, none of the guests can officially make a decision to stay or not because the house locks them in, with no chance of opening until 8 a.m. the next morning. The guests begin to wander the asylum to pass the time, but that may not be the best course of action. Is the whole thing a ruse, or is Pritchett right? The ghosts are out to get them. And then details... I didn't write this out, so it's going to sound choppy, but William Malone directed the 1999 remake of House on Haunted Hill, and it was produced by Terry Castle. It was edited by Anthony Adler, music by Don Davis, visual effects by Bill Black, and special effects by Charles Bellardinelli. Um, Great cast, starring Jeffrey Rush, Mm. the amazing Jeffrey Rush as Stephen Price, Famke Jansen as Evelyn, also known as Jean Grey... This movie is sort of a who's who of the early yeah, 2000s. Yeah. So you've got a pirate. You've got a Marvel character. Tay Diggs. Oh, oh yeah. You have Tay Diggs. <laughs> <laughs> who again? Uh, Where did he? But you have Tay Diggs as Eddie. Peter Gallagher. He was big back then, too, as Blackburn. Yep. Allie Larder as Sarah. Bridget Wilson. Um, it was just Bridget Wilson as Melissa Marr, but now uh, she's married, so I can't read the rest of her last name because it's not showing me. And Chris, I think it's Chris Catan or yes, Chris, Chris Catan. Catan as Pritchett. Again, another guy from the early 2000s. Yes. Quick yeah. question. Yeah. No. Is that supposed to be Stephen Price? Is he, is that an ode to Vincent Price? It oh, is. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and actually, I'm, there's this is they the did second the one movie too, they did where okay. they were like they called Vincent yep. from yes. the brothers That's in House of Wax, Wax. Okay. and yep. homage to Vincent Price. And then this one is Jeffrey Rush's character, yep. Stephen Price. And I'll just because we're on the topic, um, a fun fact about that is that Jeffrey Rush insisted he look like Vincent Price. Love that. They weren't going to. They well, were going to have him just somebody random. Yeah, like, no, nah, I want to look like him. Well, so he, they didn't want him to look like Vincent Price. So he told them to make him look like John Waters. And it looked so much like Vincent Price. They were like, fuck it, leave it. <laughs> and I think that's so funny because I can see exactly where the John Waters was coming from and how it ended up Vincent Price. He did. Oh, my God. And Jeff. Well, we'll get to that in a minute. But Jeffrey Rush did an amazing performance as well. Um, it was released on October 27th, 1999. They had a budget of $19 million and it grossed $40 million at, million at the box office. And, oh, you're on here too. I was like, what is that? And, <laughs> Sorry. Um, it has, again, slightly lower ratings as remakes and as people get a little bit more, like, sticks up their asses about movies. Um, 5.6 out of 10 on IMDb and 31% on Rotten Tomatoes. I don't under. Mm-hmm. Okay, I don't. All I understand the assignment, specifically a remake, but not just not just a remake, but a remake with the intention of making it an homage to the original. Yes. So it's not like oh we're just, do-, but then they like updated it, right? Yeah. So, I don't know. It's like well, and and that's the thing too. Like even with like Disney, like people give so much crap for like disney doing all these live actions of cartoons or remake or whatever right and it's like you have to realize they can't well one it's almost impossible to do a scene by scene live action of a cartoon secondly Especially something like lion king 
Right. Well, yeah. But, like, secondly... Well, all of that was CGI anyway, so it would have been well, fine. But, like, the thing is, is that, like... Even though Disney probably could get away with literally copying their own work, reselling it, and getting away with it. Because if you remember the vault shit back in the early 2000s. Oh, yeah. uh-huh. oh we're re-releasing this with, like, it's like, blah, blah. Yeah, they probably made a shit ton of money off of that. Like, oh, they already yep. had it in VHS, but now they're re-releasing it in DVD I and Blu-ray. I think part of that comes into copyright. To hold a patent long enough, you have to constantly be using it. That's why Sony was releasing new Spider-Man every five minutes. Because if they didn't make a new Spider-Man movie, they had to release their contract. And then Disney or Marvel could pick it back up. Mm. So that's the only they had to keep using it. That's why they have the PlayStation. So I bet you part of the problem is that Andrew Garfield. Part of the remakes that they're all doing that everybody's so up in arms about right now is because they're in danger of losing their copyright oh, if they no. don't. Now, I'm fine <coughs> with Excuse Disney me. losing their copyright because that right. means that anybody could use the stuff without being sued by Disney. Yeah. Like, I guess there's something coming up on the the patent for Mickey Mouse is coming up soon. Oh, okay. And oh. it's like, are they going to be are they going to be able to extend it? Because you're not supposed to be able to extend it indefinitely. Okay. There's uh, It's supposed to enter public domain at some point. Like, uh, Universal Monsters, uh, the original Bela Lugosi, mm-hmm. uh, Frankenstein. Those are mm-hmm. public domain. Right. Anyone can make a Frankenstein movie. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> Godzilla is public domain. H.P. Lovecraft is public domain. Okay. So if I wanted to sit down and make a new reanimator, I could. It couldn't be a remake of Stuart Gordon's because somebody owns the patent for that specific story. But I could make a Herbert West story if I wanted because he's public domain. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Cthulhu's public domain too, which is why you always get all the extra Cthulhu stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's one, because H.P. Lovecraft didn't understand the patent system or <laughs> two, didn't give a shit about it. And three, it's just that fucking old. Like where you have this whole support of the original studio throwing its weight behind this remake. I think that's f- phenomenal. I would love to see more of those. I want to see those. Yeah. I love a good remake. I, I just think it's like people put too much pressure just like when people get all up in arms about books being made into movies yep i hate that too it's Fuck like people. what the f- just go and watch you know what maybe it didn't get the entire book for you but it bet i bet you it got enough things that you definitely wanted to see that you might find something of value mm-hmm. like harry potter did a really good job with those yeah yeah they were watchable condensed movies. There's a lot of no way you could get everything. Like, in what's a my movie? favorite part of Hermione's like character development is mm. Spew. Oh, um, she it's. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, she's trying to free the house elves or yeah. get them. Oh, yeah, like, yeah, and, and that wasn't mentioned at all. Wasn't mentioned no, at all. That weird. was like the f- last like four books. Yeah, she was super involved in Spew because she believes in equal rights. Mm-hmm. And these elves are like, no, we want to be slaves. <laughs> and, <laughs> and weird take. She's JK like, no, Rowling. I'm trying to. F- trying to free you yeah weird take jk rowling but um Mm. what are you gonna do but um but yeah so but sure they left that out and was it essential to the overarching storyline no it was really only essentially to hermione's character development yeah yeah um but you don't have time for that when you're developing the rest of it i guess yeah i don't know where how you would have fitted in between all the other plots happening yeah and and even if you you need those in books because if you're trying to get pages (coughs) you need that extra yes i don't want to call it filler because it's yeah valuable but filler filler plots subplots tiny little bits and pieces that you know are fun but don't really come to much as far as driving home the rest of the story yeah 
Anyways, so it just seems like a lot of these movies. Well, and I feel like a lot of the 80s, 90s, early 2000s movies just in general have that midline rating. Yeah. That five something. Yeah, I I think I just run into I don't know what they were looking for. I feel like House on Haunted Hill, the remake, definitely hits that the way the vibe of early 2000s. Mm-hmm. movies horror movies specifically mm-hmm. where it's sort of dirty mm-hmm. it's kind of gritty it's got a really nice patina i think that's the word i would use um good camera angles it's still using its visual effects it's still using its um not visual effects it's still using its special effects mm-hmm. like physical effects practical mm-hmm. effects um while starting to play with the idea of digital effects um that for me was the part where it sort of fell apart i wasn't that big a fan of the the digital effect that they used which isn't really i guess a digital effect it's kind of both uh, the which dark, one? the darkness in the house oh i just felt like that wanted to be something and it just wasn't that successful right and then they fucking ignored it in the sequel <sighs> i have so many feelings you can watch this on google play and prime starting at 299 and 199 for Google Play. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah, I went out and bought the Blu-ray cuz oh, I wanted did. the I wanted the DVD special features. The one of the special features at the end has Jeffrey Combs only speed. That's There you go. Who else is in this fucking movie? Oh yeah. <laughs> Jeffrey Combs, which is why I watched it no the first wonder. time. Um yeah. there's a there's a thing that this movie does where it opens and Jeffrey Combs is like the second person that you see in the entire mm-hmm. movie. And I get so excited when a movie is like that because I spend the rest of the movie waiting for the next time I get to see him. <laughs> Every Jeffrey Combs movie should start like that in which you just show him to me right away and then I can wait. Then I can wait. Then I'll watch the whole thing. I will. I'll watch a dumbass fucking movie just to, <laughs> just for five minutes of Jeffrey the Combs. No. Ouch. That's a good ass movie. Yeah, that's, that's a true. good movie. That actually is one of the few... So now that we're winding down my long, arduous uh, <laughs> devotion to Jeffrey Combs cinema, because I've only got like four movies left, and then I've seen all of the ones that are available for watching, pat myself on the back. <laughs> we made it, guys. Da, 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 Wait, he's got movies that are not available for watching? Yeah, like I can't found, find Art uh, art School of Horrors anywhere. Oh, Aww. Yeah, I've looked everywhere. I've been to eBay. I, like, I don't know. Send it to me in gifts. Right. right. <laughs> I just really need to see this movie that you made because he's in it. And it's on his IMDb. But motherfuckers, I can't find that fucking movie anywhere. I'm salty about it. It's standing in the way of me and my completion. Yeah, I've got, what is it? Blackwater Valley Exorcism. A movie called Brutal. Love in a 45. We don't talk about Brutal. <laughs> no because it looks like it's gonna be terrible he plays like a i don't know a rapey sheriff or something oh Ooh. no i know it's uh oh yeah i'm scraping the bottle of the barrel man i just keep telling myself nothing can be worse than time tracers oh, gosh. <laughs> that was why i watched it yeah. in the first place was just part of that entire endeavor to watch everything jeffrey Combs has ever been in the only reason he's in this film at all is he was on a list of like approved actors that mm. they didn't he didn't have to audition they were just like yeah if you pick one of these guys they can just have the role and nice. he, was, he was on that list and he desperately needed a job so he was like sure i guess i'll come in here and walk and say fucking nothing and mm, i like that in a man <laughs> say fucking nothing 
just let me watch you walk and say nothing well and there's mm-hmm. a lot of really creative camera uses there where they like yeah. cut every yep. every other scene out so when mm-hmm. you see dr vanica mm-hmm. your main villain of the story aka jeffrey Combs, um he sort of got like a pimp walk yep and i was just like dude what, what a strut i love it i like the little mustache too yeah that was that was a good i like that because it, it was appropriate for time um that he existed in that universe so there's a moment in the end of the film where you hear dr vanicut's voice for the first time he's like consumed by the darkness yeah and he comes it, his little face comes up and he just says like the doctor is in um <laughs> and it's it's like, like even if you put that thing through a voice thing none of the none of the uh what do you call him his accent isn't there either. Right, 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 you know, right. Because there's certain ways people say things mm-hmm. that you can just, you would recognize them even if you put them through a thing. Jeffrey Combs has one of those voices where even if you didn't see him, if you heard him, you would know it. Hmm. And that is not him. <laughs> and so I keep having a moment every time that comes up where I'm just like, God, why wouldn't you just let it? Why not? Right. Why would you take extra time? Fine. I guess his voice isn't scary enough. And I didn't really realize that that was probably the case until I was watching the deleted scenes. And one of the deleted scenes at the end of the movie. So the reason they're all in the house but sarah isn't actually it it's jennifer jensen mm-hmm. so there was a deleted scene in which jennifer jensen has now inherited the house because everybody else is dead oh yeah and the realtor drives them up and is like hey you inherited the house it's not my big it's not a fucking big deal it's not my problem anymore just go get in the house and she's like fine i'll go get in the house and she like walks up there, walks in, and then you hear her scream. And then the realtor like turns around, and it's Jeffrey Combs <laughs> in in a yellow suit wearing a button that says "Hi, I'm Dick." <laughs> <laughs> and he like puts the glasses on. But again, you don't see his face until he turns around at the end. But you hear him speak. And I was like, oh yeah, no. If that would never mind, I see. I guess I see why they did it. I just think it's stupid. <laughs> The doctor is in. Yeah, it's so deep. You mean the dick is in. The dick, <laughs> the dick is in. Dr. Richard Vanneket. Are you a, in yet? This is one of like the top 10 most popular Combs characters, which I think is really, really? funny. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Wow. There's like, you have like his Star Trek roles, which are always oh. very popular. Yeah. Um, you have Herbert West. Yeah. You have <laughs> Shepard Lambrick from Would You Rather. And then you have Dr. Vanneket. Oh, I have funny. more people on my blog that I run dedicated to Jeffrey Combs. Um, that really liked Dr. Vanicut. Oh. And I was like, wow, really? This is the role, huh? He didn't say nothing. You saw right. him here, there. I mean, really great physical acting. Look, I'll turn this into a Jeffrey Combs podcast if you let me. <laughs> I just sit here and talk about him the whole time. That's fine. Good costuming. I like the constant use of weird glasses on that man. <laughs> Why is he wearing safety goggles while he's cutting people open? What is this, 13 open? ghosts? Yes! <laughs> Oh, maybe that's it. That's a, uh, but yeah, there that we can call this the Jeffrey Combs section of this podcast. Yeah. Um, so I didn't realize that all three of those mm-hmm. part of part of Castle's little space because mm-hmm. the original House of Wax isn't, is it? No, no. So I just think it's interesting that that became like because the Dark Castle Productions. Mm-hmm the whole production company started as an attempt to remake William Castle's movies and they started with House on Haunted Hill. This is the first one they make. Oh, okay. Um, Which, ambitious. I like that about a man. So go for it. I thought they did a good job. Um, The next one they did was 13 Ghosts. 
like directly mm-hmm. after it. But House of Wax comes way later. So I want to know why they did like a couple of original pieces right after that and then went back to doing remakes. Interesting choice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. That's a good question. Let's ask. Yeah, William right. Castle Productions come to or Castle Productions come, Dark come Castle. to the mic. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Dark Castle Dark Productions. Castle please Productions. come to the mic. Terry Castle, if you have any insight, please talk to us. Yeah. I think it's great that she like Sorry. Are you going to make it? No. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Cat playing the thing. Well, Becky, which one did you like better? Again, it's one of those things where I feel like they stand on their own. Mm-hmm. Like I know they're the same fucking concept. But uh, yeah, one of the criticisms I kept seeing was that um, the movie was gross in a way that the original was. The remake was gross in the way the original wasn't, and that put people off. What? Hmm. Yeah. How was it gross? Wow. I mean, there was that that scene where Stephen Price turns his buddy around and his head is gone. It's I just mean, been, like carved out with a spoon. And it's just his lower jaw left. That's pretty nasty. But yeah, no, the whole thing was that it was like gross oh, yeah. in a way that the original was sort of classy. But I think that's yeah. a new age of horror. Yeah. Like, all yeah. new horror is kind of dirty. It's I mean, like, look at 13 Ghosts. Dude was split in half. You yep. know? That's pretty gnarly. House of Wax. Dude's head came off. Yep. Um, oh, yeah. And, like, half his face. But also the sets the on House of Wax. Like, the um, the wax room where he's making everybody into wax people yep. is yeah. super, like, dirty. It's gross grody. Yeah. It's got that same yep. sort of patina as the basement yep. in... Um, in House on Haunted Hill. Yeah. Where everything's sort of yeah. grimy. And she gets into the vat of blood. Did it end up being blood? It's and a vat it of was blood. something else? I don't know. Um, but yeah. Oh, is that Terry Castle? I'm She's totally adorable. The remake. They spent so much time in the fucking basement. Yeah. Why? Where right. what they needed was in the attic. Cellar dwellers. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> like us. Hey. We're in the basement. We're down here with Dr. Vanica. Basement crying house. I mean. We're down here with the 13 ghosts and Vincent and Dr. Vanica. We're all just hanging out in our, my basement. We're chilling. Right. There's like a line from Hannibal. Oh, God. About like, <laughs> could you be nourished just by the sight of somebody? Oh. Um, yeah. It's a really good movie. Watch Hannibal. I can look oh, at my boyfriend. <laughs> yeah. Have you watched those? All of them? Which one? Hannibal? Hannibal? Yeah. Not all of them, though. Oh, my God. So, Silence of the Lambs is just the beginning. Hannibal is so beautiful. Oh. Like, just the movie. Hannibal is good, yeah. Yeah. It's so beautiful. It's one of those ones where you watch it, and it's sort of, like, gorgeously tragic. Mm. You know, it's definitely a, a be- almost a Beauty and the Beast tale. Only like That's the one where he's eating dude's brain, and he's still alive, right? Yeah. yeah. Yummy. Yeah. You'd love it. But also, I, my favorite <laughs> part of the movie is the beginning of the movie where he's just like living in Italy, being an art mm-hmm, curator. Mm-hmm. And then they go to the fucking opera. Mm-hmm. And it's about the, it's, I forget which, uh, where the opera is from or what the opera is called. But it's about, there's a scene where a man like offers his heart. Yeah. And there's an entire poem that goes with it. And Hannibal quotes the poem at this woman he's definitely going to kill. <laughs> Reminds me of this lady. And it's Anthony Hopkins. From, I think it was Australia. She, like, was an abusive lady to this guy. Long story short, at the end, like, she ends up killing him and eats, like, skinned him. So his, like, his skin was, like, like she skinned him. So, like, he was just, like, like hanging in the doorway, like, drying it out. Mm-hmm. And then um, she was going to invite his kids over. 
and feed him to them. She like literally was making it, and that's when the police happened to find. I don't oh remember how they got called or how that's they got better house. That's but one like, of my favorite. She literally tropes. had the table set for people to come over later, and she was gonna feed. Like she was eating him, and she was gonna feed him. That's one of my favorite to the tro- kids, tropes. Like the I family. Feel like that was on one of the <clears throat> like my true fa- crime podcast. One of my favorite scenes in the TV show Gotham. Yeah, Oswald Cobblepot does that to his stepmother. <gasps> oh, yeah. oh, really? I mean, of, it was of a who? bee, though. She, yeah, she was a cunt. Yeah, so her, he Oswald. kills her kids. Oh, because she kills his dad. Like that's the whole thing. Is he yeah. loses his mom? Oh. uh because of the whole whatever. So he loses his mom. He's not dealing well. He goes through some ser- therapy that's trying to make him a better person, mm-hmm. but it's like fucking with his brain because it's brainwashing. Yeah, he finds his dad. His dad takes him in. You find out that his dad is like super wealthy. Okay. And he's married to this bitch who's poisoning him. Mm. And so dad dies and Oswald finds out. And so she kill he kills her kids and puts them in a fucking pie and serves them to her. I remember that. And then he kills her and then he finishes the pie. I forgot about that. When did that come out? (laughs) Because they did that in Game of Thrones too. Gotham? Oh. Mm. Oh yeah. I forgot about that. Uh... Is that before Game of Thrones though or after? Well, Game of Thrones does have the benefit of having books. That's true oh. too. Yeah. So that probably came first in the books, but it's one of my, it's one of my favorite tropes in which you kill somebody and then feed them to people like next to me, which is why I was so obsessed with oh. Silence of the Lambs as a young person. Which is why Hannibal I, is one of my favorite movies. I think I want. Is there's is there just three Silence of the Lambs, Hannibal and Red Dragon? Correct. Okay. Well, I've and then seen- okay, correction. There's Hannibal Rising, which oh that's I do not right. that one doesn't have Anthony Hopkins right and the story behind that one is that the writer of the Hannibal Lecter series didn't want to write Hannibal Rising and the studios threatened that if he didn't do it they would find someone who would Oh, and so he wrote it and made it part of the same series but it follows sort of Hannibal's beginning Mm, into being a cannibal it deals a lot with his sister Okay, Um, and that's sort of one of the things is like he was captured by somebody during some conflict I can't remember the exact stories because it doesn't really come up in the movies, but it is in the books. That's the whole point of um, Hannibal the book is that he kidnaps Clarice because he's trying to like recreate his sister or something. And he wants her to be a cannibal with him. And it becomes this big crazy thing in which I think she gives in in the book. Oh. And she runs away with him because she loves him. What? Clarice? Crazy. Yeah. Oh, damn. Well, I knew they had a connection. You could tell that in the movie. Yeah, but she's like... supposed to go with him. And <sighs> Julianne Moore thought that that upstanding pillar of justice, that she asked them not to do that. Really? Yeah. They're supposed to be together. What the fuck? Oh. Yeah. Oh, I mean. It's, Plot uh... twist. Yeah. Cray cray. That's frustrating. Because well, because the entire the whole the entire point is that the FBI fucks Clarice Starling. Yeah, her career is over by the beginning of the Hannibal movie. They fuck her worse in the book. Like, mm. yeah. So she it it becomes this thing about how society and government and law means like fucking nothing. It doesn't matter if you do the right thing all the time. That you should just give in to like your animal. But that follows um, Hannibal before he's caught. And uh, Will Graham, who's in what Red Dragon? Oh, so the Hannibal TV show. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna watch that one. I don't actually know where to watch that. I should watch that. Maybe that can be. I just finished. I just finished. Our flag means death again. So maybe I could watch something new. Mm-hmm. I have to watch that one. There's so many shows to watch. Yes, House on Haunted Hill. 
Yeah. Yeah, we're supposed to be talking about that now that we've Shit. been fucking off of it for a second. Well. Um, we're going to edit all that out. Okay, thanks. Yeah. I was going to say, well, we can bring it back. So Taika was in, what's his show called? Our Flag Means Death. Pirate, right? Yeah, yeah. Pirates of the Caribbean. Jeffrey Rush, House on Hunted Hill. <laughs> Done. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, it's really interesting, I think, to see such a young Jeffrey Rush, because I literally only ever think of him as Barbosa. Yeah, He's absolutely. been in so oh, many yeah. fucking things. He's been in so many things, but I'm sorry. That's... I'm having a thought here. Barbosa is something I say to people on a daily fucking base. That's funny. Like if I, that's just how I communicate to people. It's Captain Barbosa. Wait, <laughs> are you sad because of something that happens to Captain Barbosa? Because I only watched the first. Oh fight. my God. <laughs> no. <laughs> I have no idea what happened. No, you need. Oh. Oh no! It's so tragic. I it's mean, pirates so are tragic. tragic. Pirates are tragic. Think about it. I love Barbosa. <laughs> Anyways, uh, I did think that uh, Jeffrey Rush is—he's not really doing an impression of Vincent Price. Mm-mm. He's giving his own performance, but mm-hmm. it is so much in the spirit of Vincent Price. That yes, I love that he did it. Yes, uh, he's got those crazy eyes going. Yes. Every time he looks at her, Bamke Jansen. I was. It was one of those things where I spent the first watch through going, "Where the fuck do I know, I know. her from?" I know, I know. And Same. then you're I like, "Oh like, my fuck. god, it's fucking Jean Grey." Yeah. Yep. 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 I'm like, Jesus Christ. Um, I love that they kept, like, there's a very specific scene in the original in which, um, she says she's not going to the party because Vincent Price has invited all of these people that aren't her friends. Mm-hmm. Um. And they have this sort of like really cold exchange. Mm-hmm. I love that we got exactly the same scene yes. between Famke Johnson and uh, is it Jensen or Johnson? How am I saying this? Oh, I got to double check. I think it's Jensen. Is it Jensen? It looks like Jansen. 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 Okay. Thank you. Fuck. I can't Famke read. Jansen. Jansen. Um, and Jeffrey Rush. I thought yeah. That was a really good. Yeah set up she's got looks that could kill Mm -hmm. every time she looks at him it's like not subtle she wants you to die Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah um this is kind of on a related note it was so weird to see vincent price antagonist beginning he vincent price is that he was just in love with his artwork and like you know like that was his world and that's like all he cared about and he was just this innocent little vincent price and then to see him kind of be a dick and how yeah i was a fucking annabelle Yeah. I'm like, oh, shit. Yeah. He was kind of a douche. He was a little douche. He was a terrible person. (laughs) Yeah. Well, and it's sort of, I feel like, what a weird domestic situation. Like, you Uh know your wife is going to kill you, so why not just divorce her? It's all your money anyway. Right. I know. Did they sign a prenup? But it seemed like it was a mutual thing. Like he was out to get her and she was out to get him. Yeah. And but it was just I, like whoever got it first. I definitely thought it, he was out to get her only because he knew she he, she was out to get him. And oh. he yeah. knew she was having an affair. Yeah. Because he oh, invited her sense. lover. Then I guess it makes sense why he would be the way he was. I would. Yeah. Right. I mean, but I would also just like divorce him, motherfucker. Of, but yeah, but it didn't seem like... Better. Well, here's the thing. She's not going to divorce because she'd be out money. So, of course, she wants oh. to stick with them. But, like, yeah, it's kind of weird. Like, how would you have the balls to then treat this man the way you do and expect him to stay with you? So, I'm just thinking there has to be a prenup. Yeah. And he doesn't um, want to lose half his fucking money. Well, and that's, they establish that there's a prenup in the remake. Like, if he's... Oh. She, she makes oh. a comment about, like... Yeah. 
you know, you could have just divorced me and ripped up our prenup and then this would have been fine and it, we, I wouldn't have had to kill you. And then you find out that he's not dead. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Hmm. And it's like, oh, it's a ho- I like the the sort of switch with where she's dead. She's not dead. Mm-hmm. Her lover's there. Uh, I thought that was sort of sort of an interesting tidbit to in- continue to include because again it's just i just love the pieces when they put pu- what they pull from the original to use mm-hmm. you really wouldn't have had to use that you could have just iced her with some ghosts and it would have mm-hmm. been fine but it adds a new level of if you sort of think is she dead i don't know i watched the original she wasn't dead in the original yeah i know did you guys watch the original before you went to the theaters to do it maybe not oh so this is a William Castle movie. I just got distracted because I was thinking about going to the theaters. So <laughs> Dark Castle really wanted to keep up with William Castle's gimmicks. Okay. Uh-oh. And so in this one, you could do like, I don't know. I think it was like tickets or something. <gasps> um, if you stayed for the movie, you could like, oh, it was through Blockbuster. You could win money with the tickets up to like a movie. And he's like, um, Stephen Price's guy is in the box watching everybody on the screens. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you can see the blockbuster boxes are sitting <gasps> right there. Oh. Next to him. And I was like, ooh, product placement. Yeah, 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 yeah. Why is that there? And I was like, I bet you they had to do a blockbuster. They did. Oh. Yeah, it was, um, what was it? Fuck. That's the wrong note-taking device. This is the right note-taking device. <laughs> I have so many weird little facts in here about the remake because I'm just, I really like the remake. That's it. And keeping in the spirit of William Castle's tradition of releasing each of his films with a marketing gimmick, Warner that would be given to moviegoers. The scratch off ticket would give each patron a chance to win money. Like the characters in the film, the cash prizes prizes totaled $1 million, including rentals from Blockbuster. Nice. I love that. Blockbuster. So the original house on haunted hill gimmick was that there would be a skeleton that would swoop through mm-hmm. the movie theater um and scare the shit out of people uh but apparently that only lasted the first couple times i went to the movie and then they'd know it was coming but apparently everybody would laugh and throw popcorn at it yeah so still a successful movie gimmick right but it was supposed to be like on pulleys just like the ones in the movie yeah um that in ever seen like as it like rises out of the thing to get her and you can see like the hole in its head and, like, <laughs> and you're just like is she dumb <laughs> yeah right I she's know. dumb yeah. but also as a spooky monster a clean skeleton yeah. doesn't really do it for me no not anymore i don't know that it would have done it for me then because i'd have been like it's just bones what's it gonna do i know but like we're so desensitized in this century that like or these decades. I don't know. It's just, oh, it's true. it's a completely different experience back in the day. You know what I mean? And that's... I just feel like the meat makes... Just, like, throw some meat on it. I don't know. I think I also play a lot of video games. Like, uh, you come across a skeleton, you can shoot it with an arrow, and it's done. <laughs> yeah, yeah like, Minecraft. This ain't no threat. <laughs> right. You just poke it, the bones fall down. Oh. I know. I know, I know, I know. Take a baseball bat to the head. Boop. There it goes. Bye. Yeah. You know, not if that head sprouts little wings and comes at you. Then I'd be concerned. It's going to nibble me or something. Okay. But just a skeleton. I'm not, I'm not moved. I'm not scared of it. I wouldn't. Yeah. I definitely wouldn't have thrown myself in some fucking acid to avoid it. Yeah, right. Um, 
Do we think that the pool of blood in the, the remake is supposed to be like? Which was, I, it was a ghost, right? right. Like, oh, yeah. It's definitely that, a ghost because it yeah. isn't Tay Diggs. Yeah. Yes. So it was like she was, yeah, coerced in there almost because of that ghost. Because I know it wasn't the same thing, but yeah, I do think that was a representation of the acid bath. What do we think about uh, Dr. Vaniket's uh, views on psychiatry? <laughs> that guy's crazy. <laughs> Mm-mm. So apparently, hysterical. <laughs> Go fuck yourself and give me a dildo, then, bitch. Oh god, and they used that. to treat hysteria. Oh no, that's or? the that's oh. the other doctor. Oh, what? I what? thought they would be like she's hysterical. Or yeah, hysteria, that's the doctor. And yeah, then they would. Wasn't Van- oh, yeah. I thought you. No, Vanikit's the guy who ran the psychiatry. Yeah, Dr. Jeffrey David Tennant, Ten- Trent, whatever. But yeah, you keep saying David Tennant, and I keep being like David Tennant was not. In the yeah, you didn't say know, David Tennant in the beginning. It says Doctor David. Oh yeah, it says Trent. Trent. I can't read it. I'm sorry, English is hard. Um, I keep being like, what? Where was David, David Tennant? Tennant? I completely fucking missed him. No, it was just one. Yeah, it was one of the characters' names. The obsession I had before I had a Jeffrey Combs obsession. Yeah, but nightmare over the weekend. So I had a nightmare that there was a serial killer at a country club, and it, <laughs> and I went there with for some reason and it fucking murdered the shit <laughs> i was like we were I mean, for some stupid ass reason we were floating in the air on like an inner tube like we were flying and i was like why can't we land this thing and i like let some air out we get stuck i'm like cool this is the country club i go to with with you know my boyfriend and i was like oh okay we'll just go because like there's a cook there or and it was a serial killer cook and then all of a sudden i couldn't find her and she was just got her and i was like all right bye and then i woke up that's so funny. The country club killer. The country club. The cook. The country club nope. cook killer. Yeah. Anyways. Killer with a C. That's my story. That's hilarious. And she's sticking to it. Yep. I don't know if I've had any. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? I woke up from the dream and I was like, what the fuck? Well, I just think it's funny because I just. Uh, okay. So and then I, I had another similar dream, but I don't remember it now. But it was like, yeah. I wa- listened to a Jeffrey Combs podcast and they just did. Uh the freddy's nightmares love stinks episode and the first part of that episode is (laughs) kills some girls at the pizza place and puts them in the pizza okay is that pepperoni or is that (laughs) he's just you found out my secret ingredients nipples but also he's wearing like a chef hat (laughs) yeah definitely he's wearing like a creepy chef hat and oh my god exactly what i was saying I love you guys. <laughs> I'm okay. We're okay. I don't think you're okay. <laughs> no. <laughs> or will we? <laughs> so much unusable material. It could be the cold open pepperoni. <laughs> kidding i think we have a lot of good material to do a cold open with so just anyways oh my god (sighs) are you crying i'm crying i'm not crying you're crying (laughs) anyways what were we talking um i don't remember did you ever come as a killer chef yeah that was it that was just you said that and i was imagining (laughs) your dream in which jeffrey combs killed (laughs) oh my god and made her into a pizza with her nipple (laughs) I don't know what her nipples look like. Stop. Pikachu, don't look at me like that. <laughs> I so see much. you staring. Sorry. One of the differences between the two is that in the first, in, in the original, 
he knows everybody that he invites to this party. Yes. He handpicks them for exactly the reasons he needs. Although, I don't know that it ever becomes really clear what they are. Like, he right. picks them because they're broke. Yeah. And they need money. Yeah. And like, they'll that's do some like shady it. shit. And that's like it. But in the remake, nobody knows anybody mm-hmm. or why they're there because. Oh, yeah. He makes a different list. Like, his wife leaves him a list for the party. Yeah. He shreds it. Yep. He makes a list. He makes a list. The but ghosts then, fucking delete it. Yes. Make a new list. Which yes. I was like, mm, sus. Y2K, bitch. But also, I wish we wouldn't have seen that part. I right. wish we wouldn't have seen oh, it yeah. get deleted because it gives it away that there are actually ghosts. I wouldn't have shown that. True. Um, At least not till, like, later on. Right. Like, maybe until, the like, end. when he's sitting there being like, these are not the names I typed up. And like, then it, like, flashbacks. Aren't... Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you see yeah, the thing yeah, deleted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever. That, yeah. that might have been what I did with that one. But who goes to a party for someone they don't know, never met at a haunted house that they don't know anything about? Yeah, but it, I think the, in the invite, it, they're promising money. Right. If I saw a promise for a million dollars to go to a party, I would throw it out because I would assume it was a scam. I, I was know. Scam. I know. I mean, definitely back in the like late 50s. The that Nigerian wasn't really prince a thing. scam. Yeah. Well, but so like yes, the, I understand true. why those people. That's I understand true. why those Vincent Price's people. I understand why they show yep, up because yep, they know yep. him personally. Nobody knows Stephen Price. Tay Diggs' character doesn't even know who he is. Period. That's true. But I think some of them did know who Stephen Price was because he was kind of a big. Yeah, he's like a big shot. Uh, so I think guy. that's maybe. But yeah, why would then Tay Diggs? Uh, why Eddie would you go? even show up? to a haunted also tay Diggs, what you doing in a haunted house mm. my bro <laughs> we he don't even supposed to yeah he did survive i love that the reason he survived is he's adopted yes Aww. that's right oh yeah. god so he survives and sarah survives because they didn't have anything to do with the actual yeah place at all mm-hmm. right um like, so th- i'm adopted and it's just like the funniest fucking thing to i see. know also pritchard good job man Take one for the team. Oh, yeah. Blackburn end up there. Because he's with Evelyn. I think he probably just showed up. But whose ticket did he steal? Because there's supposed to be five of them. Oh. Right. And there's only one, two, three. There's six. Four. There's No, there's only four if you don't count Blackburn. Oh, I didn't. There's the two girls, Tay Diggs and Chris oh, Kattan. Yeah. And Chris Kattan is there because he owns the place. And then there's price but i don't think price and his wife have anything to do with the original thing they just rented the place right so at the end of the day there's supposed to be five but there's only four so whose fucking ticket did blackburn take right oh that's never covered i just found a plot hole i'd have to rewatch it yeah i also then, have then jensen shows up but sarah is supposed to be jensen oh jensen shows up well, that's the deleted scene. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's right. That's what you said. Okay, I got yeah, confused because you said that, but I kept scene. thinking of Sarah, and I got very confused. Right. Yeah, there's okay. there's three deleted scenes. Both, all of them sort of concern Jensen's character. Okay. Um, where you see Sarah working for her, and it's not going well, and she ends up fired because Jensen's kind of a cunt, and uh, she steals the ticket or the invitation. Mm-hmm. Uh, the second one. Oh, the second deleted scene was just cut for time. When they're running to the attic, Sarah like falls and mm-hmm. she loses her jacket. And there's a continuity error where you see her in one scene. She has the jacket. The oh. scene, she doesn't. Nobody fucking noticed. Yeah. And it was just cut for runtime. And then the third one was cut because it didn't. Uh, and that's the one where Jensen goes to the house. 
and that one was cut because it was fucking hilarious and they didn't want it to be funny oh we can't have any humor why not dumb make relief is the best right you know what's funny is that like at some point when um like tay or eddie is hanging out with sarah um and like and like she's like learning she's like cross wiring stuff she's doing all this stuff and they keep men they mention a couple times like wait you're a vip of this and you know how to do this that doesn't add up and i'm like bitch what do you mean what do you mean just because she's a vp of a company doesn't mean she doesn't know how to fucking hot wire car doesn't mean she doesn't know how to like hammer a nail into the wall what the fuck is your problem you don't know her past life right i'm just like (laughs) retelling aspect and she ends up times irritates the shit out of me what the fuck did you just send me i sent it to to the group oh my god is that in a frame next to your bed right now it should be Uh, maybe i'll print it out and put it in my little jeffrey comb shrine he's a little cutie right there he's super cute all the time all the time time. super into the mustache that's one of the other things that bothered me about this one but only in reference to the sequel that comes out later so in this one that stupid darkness that they've got is supposed to be like lovecraftian Mm. it's supposed to be kind of like broad no shapes whatever made of a million voices darkness coming to get you (laughs) <laughs> but in the sequel all of the evil is somehow related to some baphomet idol oh. and it's so dumb because it's is such that a when dumb they start getting back into like the satan that's why like because they never really explain why dr vanica such a psycho hmm. and why he was doing nazi experiments on people at his uh his psychi- psychiatry place mm. and cutting people open they never really explain that all I can think of is that Jeffrey Combs short we watched where he turns into Hitler at the end. Oh, yeah. That's uh, uh something space. Fuck. It's called The Exile. I can't remember the name oh. of the actual show. Something space, right? No, it wasn't space. It was. Oh, God. The mustache. I'd... Henry Cavill is a very attractive man. He's a very good actor, but I am so sick of seeing his face. <laughs> They're talking about him as the new James Bond, and I am just Aww. like thank you i'm glad that everybody had the collective reaction i did <laughs> um it he may he may not get it there's a bunch of people in the running i hope not but Can tom Idris hardy was Elba in the fucking it? running oh. and now he's not anymore i thought Why Idris Elba would be a really good one Idris Elba was in the running and he's not anymore uh, because he just his own decision or they just i don't know i haven't figured out how it's being going through or what's happening i think they're trying to also do like a woman thing too and i'm kind of like can you just make her a different like, can she be 006? Why does it have to be 007? I don't have a problem with her being 007. I don't like the idea that she would have to use the name James Bond. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Can you just make a new character? No, and here's why. And it'd be easy and for her to just why. be like, well, no. I'm just she could be like a supporting it... character. But here's my problem with doing it that way. Because she can be easy. Like, you, you will know, never have a man. Ja- you will never have James Bond name recognition. You will never get James Bond fans oh, because yeah. she's not James Bond. Jamie Bond? Yeah. My problem, you could make her 007 and that would be fine. You know what I want? I don't want a female James Bond. Let James Bond be James Bond. That's what I'm saying. Stop making James Bond movies. That's good. I want to have the secret life of Money Penny. <gasps> yes! yes! I'm so good at this. And Money Penny was an agent before she was mm-hmm. like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Give me the secret. I want to see the secret. Yeah. Uh, or how about the, ri- the, the rise of M? Oh. Because mm-hmm. M you could do the entire backstory of judy dench's m yeah because m is again like 007 where it goes from person to person now it's ralph fines i think uh i was just thinking like Fiennes. you know how james bond's always trying to get the girls and like but i'm like i feel like it'd be easier the other way around like 
the James Bond as a woman would not have any hard times getting a girl or a guy. Right, no. <laughs> no she one's going to say no. Would so, she, there yeah. would be no chase because they'd be like, okay. <laughs> right. She'd just be okay. like, excuse me. Wah. And then and they'd, they'd be like, like oh, hey. Instantly yes. being a man. I think if you want to pull a female audience and a female character, you need just as much name recognition. So you do you do Money Penny. Mm-hmm. I don't understand why you can't do Money Penny instead. Stop making James Bond movies. You've made all the best James Bond movies oh you could possibly make. Seriously. Stop it. Just the stop. last one they did with Daniel Craig was fucking two and a half hours long. It was the longest slog of my mm. life. And it was and not that good. I thought the villain was great, but of course I... What's his name? Is it Rami Malek? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no. Secret Life of Money Penny. I, think I like that would, it. Yep. Pitch it. Oh, wait, you can't. I can't. I didn't go into filmmaking or producing or any of those things. I'm, I would be a terrible actor. I don't ever want to be an actor. I'm not saying do that, but yeah. But like producer? I'd love to be a producer. Here's money. Make movie. <laughs> On a writing staff? Sure. Here's 10 ideas. What? Oh my God. The grumpy one is soft for the sunshine one. It's my favorite trope. <laughs> oh my God. It's because I'm the grumpy one, guys. Is Jason the grumpy one or the sunshine one? We're both grumpy ones. <laughs> Grumpy we're old not, men. And we're not soft about anything. No, Jason's a grumpy one. He's grumpy at me right now. Whatever. It'll just be <laughs> him and me sitting on opposite ends of the couch being like, I fucking hate you. <laughs> Until we die. Until we die. Big ass wine bottle. Oh my God. be uh, empty and shove it up oh someone's ass. <laughs> we. I'm Famke Johnson. Or Jen, Jansen. Yeah. Oh, I'm Famke oh. Jansen. And he's Vincent Price. And this is House on Haunted Hill. So we do not This come is the House on Haunted Hill. To their Hill. invitation. <laughs> no, you do come because somebody has to shoot my husband. <laughs> okay, well. He'll be wearing a bulletproof vest, by the way. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I feel like he would always, like, somehow, in some way, to piss you off, somehow always have, be, like, one step ahead. And you'd just be like. <laughs> I mean, that is what happened in the movie. <laughs> And just like fuck. Yeah. Am I the only one who got that he was still kind of in love with his wife? Yeah, because yeah. no, in both like, of them, she died, right? And yeah. I think he, I can't tell if he believed that she died or if he knew she was going to be coming back. Mm-hmm. But he gets very sweet. Stephen Price gets very it, sweet towards her when she like gets quote unquote electrocuted and the like blood bursts out of her mouth Mom. or whatever. None of them. Mm-hmm. And then when he throws her through the wall mm-hmm. while he's trying to kill her. Uh-oh, kitties. Yeah, that's what they do. Okay. He throws her through the wall and starts to notice the darkness. And suddenly it's like, no, no, no. Get up. Get up right yep, now. Yep, get up yep, right yep, now. Yep, yep, yep. And it's like, oh, you really didn't want to kill her because you could have just left her ass there. Yeah. Right. And you probably would have lived, Vincent Price. Yep. Or Stephen Price. Stephen whatever Price. the fuck your name is. I know. Jeffrey Rush. <laughs> I know. I wanted him to live. That's and that's the other great thing about that performance is that like he's all over the place. He, yeah, like he was able to do that. He was able to be like, I fucking hate. Oh no, I don't. Yeah, just kidding. And you bought it. You believed it. Yeah, you believed it from him that all of a sudden, in the face of some kind of primordial supernatural evil, suddenly he gives a shit about her again. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh yeah, that would change a man. <laughs> yeah, spooky monster thing, and it just grabs a hold of her real quick spooky yeah. spooky darkness thing Does, doesn't she kind of like allow it no she like didn't move quick enough she like hit uh, the ground and laid there for a couple seconds too long yeah. so when she gets up to move it grabs her and like holds onto her and you get to see like the long sort of drawn out absorption of her character mm-hmm. where her face sort of melts off and her hands get all ashy nice um 
and he, and he watches it and my thinking is white people mm-hmm. <laughs> i'd have been gone i'd have been like oh it's got you it's over but i gotta go he had an erection huh maybe he had an erection uh it is hard to run with an erection <laughs> <laughs> gonna knock it on things i mean <laughs> <laughs> who's oh, knocking can... on the door I, <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just like, on the hallway. On shit? I'm just like <laughs> what are you just like you could take it why are we like you this? like <laughs> run into the now. door before you open all it the up. men have paused listening yeah, or, sorry. All, all, the, all the people with dicks have stopped listening yeah yeah they're done yeah what's your friend's name louis yeah sorry louis Louis. (laughs) i was gonna say sorry to him earlier for um the illinois bashing sorry Uh, he's still a fib (gasps) (laughs) fucking illinois bastards bastards you guys are so rude (laughs) whatever at least we know how to say back (laughs) yeah no we don't (laughs) that's the point yeah he's like did you bring your bag and i was like yeah i brought my bag he's like what'd you say <laughs> does he do that yeah my dick my boyfriend does that to me too he's like i'm sorry what and i'm like bag and then i'm like i my dumb ass is like bag and he's like say it again and i'm like bag he's like, i'm like you know what fuck you <laughs> like the second time i'm like oh bag. i see what you're doing i don't even think we can i don't think it, i don't even think it's possible for me to say it the correct way i have to say it like i'm bag. begging like i'm begging you for something that's the way they say bag no that's the way we say it I say bag. Okay, well, I'm just... Not saying. not that we say bag, but that the way we say bag sounds like, like bag. To them. Yeah. Hmm. That's what I've been told. And it kind of makes sense. It kind of sounds that way. What the fuck, cats? So I'm just like, well, how do you say bag any other way? Bag. <coughs> bag. Can you get bag? me that bag over there? No, it's not bag. a bag. <laughs> bag. It's a bag, not a bag. Bag. Battle. It's like the milk. Fuck? Milk. Oh. milk 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 give me some milk 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 like oh you're melting melting milk i'm melting <laughs> i'm milking milking in my bag <laughs> oh gotta go with the bubbler what were we talking about last time <laughs> okay related to the podcast and don't fucking know the movies fuck yeah, nope, nope. You motherfucker's been quiet. <clears throat> well, I think um, we were talking about how we weren't sure if he knew that she was dead or going to come back. He oh, yeah. was legit, like, mad that she died. And he yeah, was, like, like, was really killer. worried and then... He's got stuff. one of the greatest insults I've ever fucking heard towards what is it? a person. Corny, what is it? Corny as Kansas on the 4th of July. That's the funniest oh, line yeah, in the entire yeah, yeah, movie. Yeah. Cuz he's talking about there's the country gal I married. Oh, yep, yep. Corny yep, as yep, Kansas yep, yep. on the 4th of July. That's and that's funny. fucking hilarious to me. I laugh out loud every time he says it. But also it's Jeffrey Rush just <clears throat> giving an absolute ham. Oh, you know who else was in the beginning? <clears throat> no. Um, is it James Mars? I don't know how. James Marsters. Yeah. Spike from Buffy. Oh. And he's rocking some yeah, serious right. Spike hair. He is. He that's like, about the time frame. Spike. Yeah. Uh-huh. Right bef- yeah, during or right before. It's like during Buffy. He's a yeah. fucking cutie. I just thought it was really funny. I was like, oh, hey, look who's that. Like I said, this movie is sort of a who's who of the early, yeah. Yeah. early 90s. But that's kind of how all of these have been. Yeah. 
Like Tony Shalhoub is in 13 Ghosts. Uh, mm-hmm. Matthew Lillard is mm-hmm. in 13 Ghosts. Um, what the fuck is the girl's name in that one? I forget. Hold on. But yeah. And mm-hmm. then House of Wax, you get um, <laughs> Shannon Elizabeth. <laughs> right. <laughs> and then there's House of Wax, which has got... Um, uh, what the fuck? Ryan Phillippe? Oh. Is that who that is? No. What the fuck is his name? um, Which one? We had Chad Michael Murray. We had Paris Hilton. We had Jared Padalecki. Jared Padalecki. Um, Paris Hilton. So all three of these managed. And that's like what I don't understand about like what were people looking for in the early 2000s that these movies did so poorly in their opinion. Because when you watch them now, years later, it's a solid movie. Mm -hmm. It's got a decent performances, Mm -hmm. followable plot, nice special effects. Enough of those special effects are significantly, even if they're not going to get you with a jump scare. I mean, House on Haunted Hill tries to give you one really great jump scare. Mm -hmm. It's right after she, um, what's her name? Bridget Mm -hmm. goes downstairs. She, and it's probably one of my favorite sequences in the remake. She raises her camera up and she pulls it down and she raises it up again. She pulls it down. She raises it back up. And then, uh, Dr. Vanekit and his nurses all turn and look at her. Yep, yep. And she puts it down again. And when she turns around, there's that thing in the hallway. Yeah. That yep. looks like a man wearing a gas mask. Monster. And she's gone. And you're Graham. Yep. yep. Yeah. Yeah. Like head up on a thing. <laughs> but like, so it went for at least one jump scare. I can't remember if 13 Ghosts had any jump scares or if House of Wax. They did the the, the remakes? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Well. I think they mostly went, rather than going for jump scares or anything that was really terrifying, they just went for a really good spooky feel. Mm -hmm. Like, if you had to put the movies in your mouth, it would taste spooky. I Mm -hmm. think that they could, they definitely had opportunities in 13 Ghosts to be jump scares, especially since you can't really see them unless you have the glasses on. Right. So I think they could. On Haunted Hill did so badly, they didn't Didn't. do it. Right. It was such a bummer. Yeah. Um, But again, I just, I can't account for why the movie did badly because as a remake solid yeah kept all of the major pop plot points kept some of the major characterizations while still delivering a new movie with a fresh twist and then house on haunted hill you mean yeah yeah like just a, like i've watched a lot of shitty remakes hmm. that were just sort of bad movies this is not a bad movie so i don't understand it's problem do we want some fun facts i would love some fun facts all right, I'll do some real quick fun facts. Um, so I I thought these were really fat. Some of these were really fascinating. Yeah, so the success of the original House on Haunted Hill inspired Alfred Hitchcock to make Psycho. <gasps> wow. Yeah. So it's so not so grateful. Yeah. So it's not like the story inspired the story. It was just that like Alfred Hitchcock was like, oh, people will watch. This. They can get away with that. I'm going to make like a fun Give fact. Give me some chocolate in a shower and I'll show you something. So William Castle was inspired by Psycho to make a woman called Homicide. Oh. oh. Or is it homicidal? Remember when we went to Becky's Halloween party dressed as Psycho? Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, you were the birds. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was Psycho. You were the birds. Yeah. I was wearing a... I painted myself all gray and I was wearing a shower curtain. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then we you, went to you had Goodwill and I had your... a, yep, I had the black birds on me and on the, the, on the fake blood on the suit. Yeah. Yeah. It's for the birds. Such a bro- Seidel. Fucking 
fucking legs. 1961. Um, that's cool. So then, um, the skeleton was real, but I think we were debating on that. We couldn't figure it out. Yeah, I don't think we thought it. But was, I think we, yeah, but we definitely talked about real skeletons when we like mentioned Poltergeist a while back. Oh, is that what it was? Okay, yeah. I thought it. Was, oh yeah, <coughs> I thought but, it was the remake of House on or the original House on Haunted Hill, but maybe not. No, it was the the Poltergeist because there were bodies in the yeah thing, and she didn't the know they were. The fu- um, <laughs> but they were talking about like when I read that fact, they were talking about like just back in the day, it was way cheaper to just get an actual skeleton. Yep. Um, well, because people donate like science, science skeleton. Whoa! I thought it was really funny that we had just talked about the body worlds thing. Yeah. Oh yeah. And then when they go down <laughs> into the basement, it's got like actual yep. body worlds yep. going on. And yep. I was like, Whoa! Yeah, 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 yeah. That was cool. Whoa! Good props, but also what a weird thing to have in your uh, clinic, doc. Um, exterior shots of the haunted house was the Ennis Brown house, and I was like, wow. Why the fuck does that name sound familiar? It's a Frank Lloyd Wright house. That's so funny. How cool is that? You know what? I believe it. I do like that they went for sort of an art deco mm-hmm. look to the house. Mm-hmm. And even in the remake for the asylum, it looked a really art deco, at least on the inside. Yeah. It didn't have that like haunted <coughs> house vibe to it. Mm-mm. Right. I didn't expect that. Yeah. Um, the opening scare trick is what they called it. The uh, sounds that they used and everything like that inspired other musicians and creators to make um, novelty haunting records. So you get Halloween CDs, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Where it's just Halloween sounds. I love that. So it inspired the idea to have those. Oh, so cool. So that people could... Yeah, like just like a soundtrack of like screams and creepy noises and things like that. Oh my god, is something falling? Um, so that's cool. Um, ten thousand dollars was what everybody was offered in the movie, and that's equivalent to ninety thousand dollars now. So obviously a million. That's quite a bit more. But again, even though it's not equivalent to what they offered, it's way more enticing nowadays. Like, we're just greedier. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I mean, I would show up for $90,000. I would build a garage. Oh, yeah, I know. I'm like, okay, I'll pay off my student loans. Um, And then lastly about the original is that this is considered, considered Elvira's favorite horror film. That's cool. How cute is that? We love Elvira. How cute is that? Do you want to do some fun facts for the new one? Sure. I did talk. I did say the first one. Is it the Marilyn Manson one? Yes, you. D- no. Oh, and I said that one too. So I guess there's only like four left. That's fine. Um, Famke Jansen's perf- um, performed her own stunt when the glass ceiling breaks, that, but the impact caused her head to actually bounce off the table. Yeah, that's so sad. What? Yeah. Yeah, when the glass is falling and Tay Diggs tackles her. No, I know. It's just. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Ah. That'd be so scary. I'd be really annoyed. I'd be like, now I have a fucking headache. Somebody right. get me a I know. Like, get me. Um, something about a roller coaster. Do you want to do that one? Since I don't know if I really. Oh, okay. So in the beginning of the movie that we didn't really talk about, which I thought was a really, really cool effect. So in the beginning of the movie, Stephen Price, his character, like 
d- builds roller coasters. He builds mm-hmm. three uh, uh, theme parks. Yep. Yes. Yes. And yes. So yes. he's got this new roller coaster that's just coming out. What the fuck did they call it? I don't know. I don't remember. But Tower of Terror, something stupid. But yeah. it was like a make. To that. get up to it, you have to go into an elevator mm-hmm. that like drops you. Mm-hmm. But of course, it's not real. But it's not but real. He doesn't tell the people interviewing him that it's not real. Yeah. He like hams it up. Yeah, and then they get in the roller coaster, and the gimmick of the roller coaster is that the first car like flies off, mm-hmm. and off the track, off the track, comes off the track is just like it's full of dummies. Mm-hmm. Oh wow, hilarious! Yeah. Um. So the roller coaster that they were using in the movie was the Incredible Hulk ride at Universal Islands of Adventures in Orlando, Florida. That's cool. I was wondering what it was because I was like, it's obviously. I did also have a moment where I was wondering if um. If it had been in like 3D, mm-hmm. like if the movie yeah. had been in 3D, because the way they film the roller coaster makes you feel like you're on it. Yeah. And it made yeah. me a little nauseous. Oh, okay, thought, okay. Okay. Maybe it was in 3D because that would be really interesting to be hmm. able to do that in 3D. And mm-hmm. I feel like that would be a gimmick Richard Castle or William Castle would be very proud of. <laughs> uh, wrote 20% Dick B die in the film. Is he the one that got the pencils in the neck? Mm-hmm. Love it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a really intense. I never watch these sorts of movies with my husband. He doesn't like them. At all, like them. Um, but I made him watch this one, and it was just one of those things where that's how it opened, and I was like, "Oh, he's gonna love this." (laughs) I'm so glad that we went with this, and then it's like, "Oh, look who's in the litter box." Good kitty. He's like, "Why you guys looking at me while I'm shitting?" God damn, (laughs) some shit piece over here. I just think it looks funny, like they're driving a little car. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god, you shouldn't put like little decals on it like it's a car That'd be cute definitely um i'm shitting here I'm just gonna. uh we have some birthdays for april 17th Whee. when our episode drops go for it um jennifer gardner who was born in 1972 and everyone well i don't know everyone i don't know who else knows her from anything other than electra i know that she used to be in a show called alias and some other things yep but mm-hmm. i remember her from alias <clears throat> that's what i knew her from yeah um, you know what I actually really love her in though, and it's more modern. HBO's camping. That is oh, so fucking funny. I want to see that. I've she never pla- even heard of that. She plays a really high-strung helicopter mom who oh, no. uh, has problems with like her pelvic floor, and she's kind of a ball buster. She's oh, like no. heinous, but she's married to David Tennant, who's doing the world's <laughs> saddest American accent through the entire thing. He's you just want to hug him the entire time. The entire time because he's like too good for this world mm. and it's about her birthday party where they all go camping oh or no it's his it's his 45th birthday party okay and they're all going camping and her type a crazy bullshit like ruins it for everybody oh, oh no and yeah by the time i don't it's know the, if i want to see her in that kind of a role oh my god it was so she had a ball okay. um but it was one of those things where she seems really not that way but she is like made out of sunshine, She's apparently. So chill. Um, yeah, I always liked her. Like, <gasps> David po- her David Tennant has a podcast, and he like interviewed her for his podcast. <laughs> Cute. Where they yeah. talked about the role they had together, and they were like in matching pajamas. Oh, <laughs> gay. Just kidding. <laughs> it's so funny because like I know her. I also know her from Thirteen Going on Thirty. Yeah, and oh, her yeah. and her like best friend is Mark Ruffalo. Oh yeah. Aww. Bringing it back. Bringing it back. Um, More and Wisconsin. Then 1959, uh, Sean Bean, who played Boromir <gasps> Bean. in Lord of Rings, 
but and also Silent was in Hill. Silent Hill. John Bond was and the, the dad in the what? Mean? And the Hitcher. I don't know, I haven't seen that one. Yeah, that one doesn't... Uh, yeah. And then 1954, wrestler Roddy Piper, who starred in the film Side Fighters, Hell Comes to Frogtown, and John Carpenter's They Live. They Live. Obey. Wait, he was in The Hitcher? What? Ooh, Sean Penn was in The Hitcher. Yeah. Sean holy Bean. Shit. Oh, so, sorry. Fuck. Sean Penn. Just, yeah, <laughs> Sean, Sean Penn Sean is a completely Bean. different man. Yes, I know that. I My brain just went Sean Penn. But every, time, every time Sean Becky Bean. gets his name wrong, I <laughs> reach across this table. Save me. Jesus Christ. This is the podcast in which we don't say anybody's name correctly. Yeah. And then we make fun of their names. Mainly me. <laughs> and then we make fun of each other when we find <laughs> out that it's right. Or what's right. I mean, fuck. See? What? Words. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. Shut continue up. on. 1951, Olivia Hussey, who appeared in Stephen King's Hussey. It. Yep. Psycho 4 and the original Black Christmas. Did you say Psycho 4? Yep. But It? Who is she in Psycho 4? Don't know. Oh my God, she's the wife, isn't she? Wait, what's her Here name? Here she is. Oh my God, wait, is she mom? What's wait, her name? What's her name? Olivia Hussey? Or is it Hussey, maybe? I don't know. Hussey. Hussey. Yeah, Hussey. Oh, Jennifer Garner. Oh, cute. Hello. <coughs> does she play fucking Juliet or something? Yes, she does. She's the Juliet from, like, one of the most popular versions of Romeo and Juliet. Mm. There's, like, her version, and then there's the Leonardo DiCaprio version. You know what? I think we saw the original version, like, back in, like, English, or, like, freshman year of English, and I was yep. so excited to watch it. And then there were boobs, and it got super weird. <laughs> yeah. And I think I ended up, uh, like, missing, like, was sick the day that we were watching it. I was upset. Oh, my God. She is. Olivia Hussey Husey. So, Cycle 4 is Cycle 4 at the beginning. Oh. Nor it's Have you ever seen that one? No. So, Norman Bates calls into a radio show. You don't realize it's him. But he's talking about how he became Norman Bates. Oh. She plays his mother. Oh, wow. <gasps> Wait. Okay. She's mother. Wow. Mother. The only the first time you see her on, yep, Norma Louise Bates. Wow. Yep. Uh, I'm so fucking gay for Anthony Perkins. <laughs> <laughs> Tony Perkins could get it. Uh nineteen forty two, David Bradley, who plays Argus Filch in Harry Potter. We uh, again, I don't know why he's on a horror. I don't know. I mean I know he's supposed to be the creepy character, but like Whatever. I mean, Sean Bond's on it. So. Yeah, well, and he at least was in Silent Hill, which again, yeah, great fucking movie. Yeah. yeah. Great fucking I mean, maybe he's in something else, too. I just don't know. And that's just what they named because they figured out. Oh, look, here's a really cute picture of Tony Perkins and Olivia Hussey on. And it's on Twitter. Oh. Oh, look at them. Oh, cute. Cute. <laughs> 1940, <laughs> actor, writer, musician Ron Haydock, who appeared in the Ray Dennis Steckler films Rat Fink a Boo Boo. You just wanted to say the name. You just wanted to say the name. <laughs> I didn't even know what it was until just now. The Lemon Grove Kids and Blood Shack. Blood Shack, baby. I'm just yeah. kidding. Blood Shack, baby. And oh. he also contributed articles to many horror publications in the 60s, including famous Monsters of Filmland. Hmm. 1918, William Holden, who starred in Damien, The Omen 2, and When Time Ran Out. Hmm. Happy birthday, peeps. Happy, happy birthday! Happy birthday really from all of us to you. If it oh, look at clowns, you. Becky! No, I know, <laughs> I know. I saw that. Yeah, 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 yeah. They're not that bad. Oh yeah. Has anybody here seen House of a Thousand Corpses? 
I feel like I probably yeah. did. I haven't Let seen it. Look, House of a Thousand. Is that it's got a, a, it's got it's a it's Rob Zombie's yeah. original movie. I had to have. This yeah, I have. The the Come on. I heard the song. Yeah, I own that album. Me too. That's one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. The, I, I mean, I noticed the. Yep, yep. I have seen it. I haven't seen it yet. Are you gonna make it? I forgot. Rain Wilson was in it. Who? Dwight. Oh yeah. <laughs> I okay. I've also never seen The Office. Here's the thing. I've seen episodes. I think it's a good show, but I'm not one of those crazy people, and I love you, you crazy people, that are so obsessed with it that they'll just watch it over and over and over again all the way through. Like, I know so many people mm-hmm. that have seen the entire series so many times, No, and I'm just good, like, I, I've seen, like, I'll watch it if it's on, but I ain't about to sit for hours and watch it. Um, like, I'm just not into it that much. There was my old boss, like, would, um, and it's fine. I liked everything that they got me, but, like, I have several things that are, like, the office related that I've gotten for, like, birthdays and Christmas and stuff. And I'm like, thank you. I guess. But I'm not that obsessed with it, so, okay. I mean, I just, I just feel bad because I feel like I can't appreciate it as much as him. Oh my god! You're just over there making the weirdest fucking noises, right? I know. Sure. I'm sorry, but I just I typed in House of a Thousand Corpses, right? Because I was like, okay, yeah, I did see it, and then I saw Rain Wilson, and then I saw like up in the corner, it's like, oh, you could also add Tiny, which is one of the characters. So then I clicked that, and I was like, oh, it's that guy. And then for whatever reason, the second option was eating cereal, and I was like, is that a creepy thing? So I click it because, of course, curiosity fucking killed the cat. And the second photo is the cereal he's eating is called Agatha Krispies. What the fuck? <laughs> Agatha Krispies? Instead of Agatha Christie? Mm-hmm. Yes. Got it. And I'm like, Jesus Christ. Terra Incognita. <laughs> that was the name of the roller coaster at the beginning. Nice. Terra Incognita. Why didn't they just use Tower of Terror? Was that not around then? Uh, probably because t- to use something like that, you would have to pay Disney. Well, I mean, like they use the Hulk, whatever. Well, they just used the Hulk roller coaster. That's what I mean. Mm-hmm. Like but it's a universal movie using a oh yeah universal. Isn't that universal or supports that? Tower, Tower of Terror is Disney. Yeah. Oh, it is. Yeah. I think it was Universal. No, it's Disney. <clears throat> and uh, I don't know that they're there anymore. I don't think that someone told me they're not. And I was like, because oh, um, I know the one out in California that they replaced Tower of Terror. It's a Guardians of the Galaxy theme now. Nice. It might be the same ride, but it's Guardians of the Galaxy now. Um. So what are the movies that we're going to discuss next week? Next or episode. Damn it. Yeah, next which episode. is our <laughs> finale. Yeah. Next episode. We're going to do a finale and we're going to cover something we haven't really had yet we haven't had any zombie movies i don't mm-hmm. think mm-hmm. um so we've done vampires we've done mad scientists mm-hmm. ghosts yeah, lots of ghosts lots of ghosts uh we're gonna do zombie movies we are going to do night of the living dead and it's lovely sequel dawn of the dead with ken forey yes we did a lot of mad scientists. Ken Forey. you are right we did a lot of ghosts and a lot of mad scientists yeah. in this first this first round Weird stuff. Yep. But yeah, so that will be that'll be our, our finale for this season. We've Root. had a really good time. We're going to take some time off in the month of May. 
and revamp some stuff. I think we're taking more than a month off though, right? Or no? Are we taking more than a month off? I thought we were taking the summer we're off. We're all super busy in summer. I mean, I guess that's fair. But we'll be back. So, I mean, but we might throw some episodes out. Like, I think that yeah. was something that we decided. Like, if we had time, we would totally record, Don't but we're not. Write us off. Yeah. Just turn the alerts on your podcast service. And um, what was our first, when did we release our first episode? When did we? Yeah. October 31st. October 31st. Mm-hmm. So you do 13 episodes. Do we want to, geez, are we going to take a break until October? We might. Because I know I'm pretty much booked straight from June till the end of August. Okay. Like I got shit going all the time. That's like my summer. You're going to have your child home. Don't remind me. <laughs> Am I? Maybe I won't. Wait, why are you just going to have... Oh, yeah, because he's not going to be... Or maybe I'll just sell him. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Anybody want Something. a child? Just kidding. No, he's cute. I'd miss him. Even though he's a jerk sometimes, but, you know. <laughs> Word. <laughs> well, and then I've got Word. vacation in May. And then yeah, and I got schoolwork, and I'm definitely going to try to take three classes in the summer so I can get this crank in. Yeah. Let's really quick close this out. So we're watching Dawn of the Dead. No, Night of the Living Dead and Dawn of the Dead for the next episode. Yes. That will be released on... April 17th. Nope, that's this one. Oh, fuck. <laughs> that will be... Um, I have... Oh, fuck, I'm not ready. I should have looked at it. Um, which will be May 1st. Yep, May 1st. And that will be the season finale for season one of Psychotronic Underground. If you made Woo-hoo. it this far, thank you. We're um, so grateful. Oh my gosh, yes. Have your friends listen to us. Um, you know, anybody, if you know somebody across the country that might like horror movies, like, great. We want to see how far this uh, podcast can stretch. Um, but also, we keep saying this. Um, we highly advise if you're telling people to start listening to maybe listen around s- episode three. Yeah, we redid the format by episode three. <laughs> episode two is super long. We're super... Yeah, dumb. it's not Sorry. that great. Episodes and one's okay. Definitely, you can tell we're noobs. I liked episode one. Right. you know, we only had one movie right. to talk about. And we were mostly talking about like us and our who we are so people get to know us. Yeah. I keep wondering if we don't yank episode two, redo it, and re-upload it. We'll think about it. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, we do have an email. It's psychotronicunderground at gmail.com. So if you guys want to write us any input or um, suggestions, again, we, even though the season doesn't seem like it, we do try to stick to psychotronic movies. So it's not like we're necessarily going to do any big time movie. Um, but if you have some ideas that you would like to, like, you would like us to kind of like talk about we'll definitely take that into consideration um i especially like if the movies are splats on rotten tomatoes that's a really good way to tell me if it's gonna be a movie i'm going to enjoy is it a splat yeah it's probably fucking terrible i'll fucking love it Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah and then we do have an instagram you can find us at psychotronic underground and we have a tumblr and a tumblr we are on tumblr (laughs) <laughs> and uh there was one more thing i wanted to say well, correction i'm on tumblr mm. if you just yeah come, i know if you just want to king come hang out with with me i'm uh, i'm on there man and the <laughs> um what the fuck oh and if you wanted to leave us a review preferably nice review on where whatever streaming service you listen to apple Podcasts, spotify um google that would be great so you that we can a nasty review nasty review at least be fucking creative about yes. it. i don't want to have to sit here and just be like this sucks don't waste my time like like tell me how bad it sucks write me something that i can then put on a t-shirt and wear around and let everybody know that i did the worst horror podcast that lived mm-hmm. 
We're not film students and we don't care. I don't no, know. We're not a podcast for film students. So we're literally yourself. something for you to put on and like, you know what would really make me happy if we were the kind of podcast that you disagreed with and you just put us on it while you were cleaning like your stovetop mm-hmm. and, and you're yelling at us, at us. <laughs> <laughs> the whole time about how fucking I just stupid want we people are. to like feel like they're in the room with friends and you listening know. to stuff. Yeah, oh, we don't need like, friends. Like we're bullshitting. No, but I mean like Becky's you know how we're no in the room together bullshitting with each other. Like I want people to feel like they're Becky in the room always with us. tries to act like she's yeah. as hard as I am, but I'm the only one that gets to say that we don't want any friends. <laughs> I don't. I don't need friends. Yeah, we do. Don't lie. We do. We want friends. We need friends. I'm just saying, I hope that you feel like you're hanging out with your best bros. Best bros. Bros for life. Bromance. Mm. Will you be in our bromance? Please. All right. (laughs) We're done. This is the end. This is why we need like an actual sign off. I know. This is the We'll figure it out next season. We will see you guys May 1st. Oh, God. Fuck.